Welcome to Season 2 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics relevant to all areas of their life. Hi, Joanne. It's really great to be recording a podcast together in person. I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you right across the table. I know. It is very exciting to do it's this It's been a few weeks since we got together. So tell me, how are things? Things are really good. You know, we're into the fall now. And I had a great weekend. I had a great run up to the end of the summer, Sandy. Um, really excited to... Uh, be back well into our season now of season two and it's fun seeing everyone's little comments and having some little dialogues and conversations over social media. So yeah, I'm excited about today's episode. Yes, well today we are talking about something that is a conversation we've had quite often and I think we're not alone. I think a lot of women have this conversation definitely we have that dialogue internally but I think with our friends we often talk a lot about it as well and so we are going to be talking about looking good Ooh, looking good looking good and feeling good yes or looking good to feel good exactly and I think as women we want to explore this a little bit about how often our external appearance is tied into how we feel exactly Mm -hmm. And, and it can really drive a lot of our our image and our feelings about ourselves. So last night I went to a mall without makeup on. I can tell you, I can probably count on one hand the number of times in my adult life that I have done that. It's something I'm really not comfortable with. I, I tend to when I'm going out in public, I put makeup on and I want to look a certain way and I have this, what if I run into, you know, my high school sweetheart and we haven't seen each other in 30 <laughs> years and he's going to take one look at me and go, wow, I got a, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that is really interesting because as you're saying that, I'm just, I think about like I teach my fitness classes at six o'clock in the morning and Literally, I roll out of bed and my hat, I, I have short hair, short fine hair. I have a lot of it, but short fine hair. So it's like just sticking to my head and I don't put any makeup on. I, I, I clean my teeth basically and I go and teach class. And it doesn't even phase me that I do that. But would I go for a day out on a girl's trip shopping or something without putting any makeup on? No, I'd want to like dress for the occasion, I suppose, and think, well, you know, if I'm going shopping for clothes or going out to dinner or going to see people in public, like you say, or I want to have a certain look. So it's really strange because I have a full class. Some of the classes are full. Like I have 20 to 30 people turn up and see me with nothing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And then you wonder why are we doing those things? Yeah. I know some men put makeup on or, you know, I actually have seen more and more guys Mm. doing enhancements to their appearance as well. But I think for women, it's more of an issue for sure. And I often wonder why it's such a big deal. My experience at the mall was no different with or without makeup. Mm. Except for how I felt about myself. Mm. And, you know, I think as women, we have 
a lot of messages that we get about our appearance. Oh. And I, I was thinking um, one of my friends was over yesterday and she has an eight-year-old daughter. And her eight-year-old daughter was um, wanting a black turtleneck for for school, like just to, to wear for her wardrobe. And I was thinking, wow, at eight years old, you know, to be that conscious of <laughs> yeah. what you're wearing yeah. and to be that aware of trends and what's in style mm. that you want to look a certain way, it's, it's kind of disconcerting to me. Um, are you saying turtlenecks are back? Yes, oh and I gosh. love turtlenecks. Like when you Do get you? to my age, you're gonna love <laughs> turtlenecks. <laughs> I used to wear turtlenecks for sure, for yes. sure. But yeah. I haven't for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Well, I'm not doing shoulder pads. I don't care. I don't care. I know they yeah, can't. Yeah, draw the line. I'm not. I'm you not, know what? And yesterday. I'm not doing flares. I'm not doing flares. <laughs> so night at the mall with a friend. Fall fashion. I'll tell you what I'm not doing is body suits. Oh, <laughs> nothing is getting snapped in my crotch. I'm telling you. Like, I know <laughs> the body suits are back. Okay, and it's funny. So we say that, like I say, I'm not doing flares, but it's because I have learned what style suits my body shape and and type over the years. Now I've kind of taken it off into a tangent. So first, I want to address the whole societal piece. Absolutely. We, we are bombarded, and even as women. So what did I um, – I was watching ET Canada last night. They had a whole segment about, let's talk about what people are wearing. So as they were doing it, I was doing the ironing, and I said to Ash, it's going to be interesting to see whether they talk about what any of the guys are wearing or just focus on the women. And, of course, what did they focus on? The women. Right. So it was all about the red carpet and the women. No mention of the guys. And the guys dress up, and they get their – stylish suits made for them and they have fancy shoes and socks and cufflinks and whatever else like why weren't they talking about the guys absolutely it's there we know it's there it's always in the media you know we're always judging hillary clinton's getting judged for what she's wearing and what her hair is like and stuff well actually trump is getting judged for what <laughs> and he should be judged yeah. <laughs> and what color his skin is anyway we digress uh, the moral of the story is I think many of our listeners know, we know already how much society uh, puts it out there that, that women should look a certain way. And for me, my journey, when we left Australia and we moved to England, I mean, we were on our last 100 pounds before we both kind of got work and we shopped at secondhand stores. And I remember buying my first coat for three pounds. This was in 2001. And so for a number of years, I shopped at second, I literally shopped at secondhand stores. Who has helped me with my style? I have to say Ashley, because he'd shop with me. I think one, to control the budget. <laughs> but two, he would give me an honest opinion. And that's where I kind of make the full circle to not wearing flares. Like they just don't suit me. So I would try all these clothes on and Ash would go, it's nice, it's, it fits you, hun, it looks good, but it just it doesn't bring out the best and doesn't contribute to your style. So it's been a bit of a journey for me, so much so now. I think I have an, a bit of an addiction to, to clothes. When I dress nicely that flatters me and my style, I feel good. When I feel good, I'm confident. Right. It's interesting to me that we have those messages, though, mm. that, that when we 
feel like we look good, we feel more confident. Yeah. And so there is that internalized piece for us. And I have the same thing as a woman that when I look good, I feel slightly more confident about myself. Yeah. And it's, I don't like it. I really don't like it. Like right. I would like to be completely free of that. Right, okay. But it's not just about me. So earlier today, I was looking at taking a course and I was looking at this online course and then I looked at the woman teaching it and my first reaction was, oh my God, she needs a makeover. Like <laughs> this is, you. how can I learn from her? She can't even like get dressed. And I feel really frustrated that I have that level of judgment about other people and especially other women I don't know that I would have like this is I'm just being real here yeah. about a bias but yeah. I don't know if it was a man who had a similar look mm. I would have felt the same way I might have thought he was eccentric and brilliant so, so what does her look tell you that she doesn't really care about appearances mm -hmm. And so for some reason, then I make a leap into she doesn't care about how she looks. So how much does she care about her product? You know, I, it's like I make this real judgment. Is it that she... So I'm going to challenge you here now if yeah, I can. do that. Is it that she doesn't care about her look because she's not well put together in your mind? And now right. I'm putting words in your mouth. I okay. would say in most people's minds, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. So therefore, in terms of a certain quality, so therefore, what is the quality of her? Yeah. Because she may very well care about how she looks. It's just not, it doesn't fit what we have in our mind as a professional, which is about us, totally. Right. Like we're both being real here. And so that first impressions, we take maybe three seconds to evaluate someone when we meet them for the first time. So it matters. It matters yeah. to us. I think this is the point here. It matters to us how we look because we it does matter to other people as well. I, I don't think it's being honest or intelligent to come from a position where image and our appearance is irrelevant because it is in our culture, yep. like it or not, we are judged, like you said, within three seconds based on our appearance. Yep. And not only the body language, our demeanor, our mannerisms. But then there's the other extreme too. So, you know, it's sort of like then you see people who have gone to, you were saying about women in your class who've had so much work done. So, yeah. you know, I'm in my 50s and I have people in my circle who have had a fair bit of work done. Right. You know, they... Put a lot of time and money and energy into that kind of their skin, their Botox, their yep. fillers, their lip injections, their breast lifts and everything else. Yeah. And so I can also be judgy about that yeah. as well, you yeah. know, and see that as very superficial. So I find it is a really challenging place as a woman yeah to live these days you can kind of wear whatever you want and I think as long as authentically it's it's who you are um then go for it yeah 
No, I agree. I mean, I, I just, I think it's just very complex though yeah. for us as women. So I agree. You want to be comfortable. You, you know, we want to look good. It's our brand. We want to project a certain image. We really think about, or at least I think about those things. And yet at the same time, I sometimes feel frustrated with how much time and energy yeah. goes into those things and, and resources, you know, so just maintaining hair and makeup and mm-hmm. shopping and all those things can take up a lot of time. And then there's where do you draw the line mm-hmm. as you age? I think for some reason it's in, it's become even more of a question for me. So mm. I've been watching this TV program, uh, Grace and Frankie. Do you know that show? With, I know. I haven't um, watched it. So it's Jane Fonda yeah. and Lily Tomlin. A lot of friends watch it. Two yeah. women in their 70s who are in a kind of thrown into new life situation. Jane Fonda is stunning. Clearly, she's had a lot of work done. Yeah. And then and then Lily Tomlin, who you know, has her, her very own distinct look on that show that I know a lot of women love. She's very kind of casually funky dress but I think that both of them probably have put as much thought into how they look Mm. you know their styles are totally different and when people watch that show and we talk about that show so often how those women look come up comes Mm. up in the conversation and they're in their 70s and Mm. we're still looking at them and Kind of talking about their appearance so I don't think it goes away I think in some ways it mm. can it can even become more of a pressure as you age in our culture to 60s the new 40, 40 or whatever yeah. you know so I need to look fantastic when I hit 60 because mm. that's what you do I saw a photo of um Hurley is it this yeah it's Hurley yeah just yesterday, I was scanning the internet, and the headline was, "Look how good Liz looks at 50." <sighs> yeah. So we're raising the bar now again. It's like, okay, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Because I feel like uh, the question that keeps coming up for me. So I do spend money on my hair, and I remember my mum saying, and she she was in her 50s, saying. She felt so liberated when she just decided, I'm going to go grey and I'm not colouring my hair anymore. She said it was the best thing I ever did. Um, And I'm finding that I have to go and get my hair coloured a little more often than I did, right? Two or three years ago. Now, weren't you going... Weren't you going to stop colouring your hair? Didn't you? Yes. Right. I've been... As I look at Sandy's beautiful blonde... (laughs) Blonde hues now, and I'm sure we had this conversation that you yes, were like, I'm not going to color my I wasn't, and I tried for about three years, <laughs> and I came to the conclusion the only way to go gray was to cut my hair short, and I don't want to cut my hair really short. Right. So I kept putting highlights in to try and blend the gray. Yes. And and minimize the the amount of maintenance that I had to do, which means I've just gone blonder and blonder. So practically, it practically is gray. It's so blonde. But I have tried. Like, if you look at the back of my hair, yeah. there's a lot of gray in yeah. there. So it, it's not like I'm trying to hide the gray. No. I'm trying to find a way to blend it and have the lowest maintenance without having, like, a skunk 
Right. Down the top of right. my head while I grow it out. Okay, so that is the challenge. Because I was telling someone who, uh, one of our friends who was in her fifties uh, as well, and she said, "Yeah, but your mom has got a really nice salt and pepper gray, and it's kind of come through." And and so that's another piece, right? Like, yeah, do we want to have stripes here and there and be like kind of odd? But then that comes back down to how we look and look and feel. Yes. So yeah, that's been one for me. Hair yeah. color has definitely been yeah. one because I want to be authentic. One of my my um, desires and the way I want to live is I want to be genuine, and yet I still wear mascara. Like I don't want to be yeah. that genuine. <laughs> <laughs> and I still want to look good, but I think I want to define what looking good is, and I don't want other people to define it for me. Okay, because I'm sensing you're really challenged with, with uh, yeah, what we've been talking about, and 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 I feel, I mean, I'm I feel okay with it. I'm like, you know what? I want to look good. I want to feel good. So I'll wear things that, and I get that you're like, yeah, but how does that come about, and and why do we have to use our clothes to that? So you want to define it. So tell me what that means to you. Then you defining. So it's. It's a challenge because yeah, okay, challenge. I have always loved to express myself through clothes. Yeah. So I'm an expressive yeah. kind of creative person. And so fashion and style for me is right. a way to express that. So there's always going to be that for me. I like, I like shopping from that perspective because I like to find things and, you know, it doesn't have to be really expensive, yeah. but I just like to find ways to express myself. And so there's that part of it but then there's that feeling of societal norms around weight around you know hair color around where you buy your clothes from that's a big thing for you yes the whole ethical clothing thing is important to me you know looking at you know I was talking to a friend this week she's the same age as me and I I we're talking about her work and she's in this fantastic thriving creative place at work I said to her so how are you feeling and she goes well, I'm up two pounds. And I was uh, like, oh my gosh. That's like, not a feeling. Yeah, yeah. Up two pounds. Like, what is two pounds? Like, that's like, you know, half a bottle of wine. Like, I do that, Sandy. You know I do that. Yeah, I and know. I just don't want to yeah. have my my whole identity wrapped up in two pounds. Like, yeah. nobody notices two pounds. So how... Okay, so how do we realign that is the question yeah and I think using our relationships to help us through that yes we're pretty honest with each other yeah just today you brought something and actually we both I tried these boots on that I bought and I said Sandy I need your honest opinion and she gave it to me and then I gave her an honest opinion on a jacket she bought so now she's going to take the jacket back (laughs) (laughs) I love your honest opinion I was on the fence about it. Exactly, she was. And you can tell. You can tell. You were like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know. And just some of your language. So maybe that kind of made me feel a bit better by saying, yeah, I'm not really digging it. But hey, you know, if you like it, and that's where I kind of go. It's not really for me, but if you like it, it's totally up to you. Can I tell you? I have to just interrupt. I have to tell you a funny story about that jacket because I really wanted a jacket like this so it's like these kind of trendy bomber jackets and you know I was 
thinking I'd, I'd really like to get one. And so I got one. And as I was paying for it, the woman said to me, these are really popular, th these jackets this year. And she said, somebody like Kendall Jenner yeah. is wearing them and everybody wants one now. And I was like, shit. <laughs> like now I'm going to run around like, I don't even know who Kendall Jenner is, but I haven't, I know she's one of that Kardashian yeah. crowd. And I was, and somehow something in me just switched off a yeah. little bit on the jacket. Right. It was like, yeah, in my mind, I kind of knew as soon as that came out of her mouth, that jacket's going back. Okay, so that brings me back to the saying I've said before, are we mutton dressed as lamb, yes. right? As we age, are we the old mutton sheep trying to dress too young? And that's something that Ash gives me the honest advice. And I try and keep away. So I'm like you. Like I have a style, but my style can be pretty much all over. But it's expressive, absolutely, in, in the social styles. I am expressive. I wear clothes that I, that, you know, express who I am. But honestly, one day I can be kind of all indie and the next day I can be, you know, funky on trend and the next day I can be all handmade. But hey, I like unique clothes and I like more, a lot of the one-of-a-kind things. And so now when we go shopping, Ash is like, mm, it's a little bit on the trend side, you know, so it's going to come and go. So I try not to buy clothes that are, are going to too much come and go. I mean, we get a bit of that in anything and I feel like that's the bomber jacket I do I feel like that's the bomber all right it's going back yes yeah. <laughs> I leave here I'm taking it back it's, it's gone over it's but, so 2016 anyway so back on relationships so we're going to use the relationships to help us through that journey because I I totally understand where you're coming from it's kind of that dichotomy of um why do I need this external thing in order to feel good right because we know that we don't, you know, I, I feel like at this stage of our life, we are self-aware enough yeah. to know that these things really don't matter. Yeah. They don't matter to the people around us. No. They don't matter to the people who matter yeah. in our lives. Yeah. And yet we can really get our image tied up in it. So mm. I think relationships are really helpful just to remind us something that, I'm trying not to do and it's a bit of a pet peeve for me but it's um, telling people they look tired mm. and so you know in my relationships and with people around me I find that not commenting on on people negatively not commenting as much on what they're wearing but saying things like you know you look really healthy you look really good today mm. it's just saying things like that and not saying things like you look really tired. I'm, I worked with this guy and he, he'd tell me all the time, you look really tired today. And finally I just said to him, I just look tired. <laughs> That's how I look. <laughs> you don't need to tell me every day I look tired. I just look tired. Let's give it just up now. <laughs> what do I need? A this or that? Yeah, so like with relationships, I think... You know, encouraging each other and being supportive and having conversations like this is really helpful. Yeah. Just being able to say, I don't want it to matter, but it does. And and sometimes it's important to be smart about it because people judge us. And so there there's, there's some wisdom sometimes in being aware of how we show up, but not letting our whole identity be wrapped up in it mm. and finding that balance. 
But that's our reality. You know, we can't wear everything. We can't buy everything. We can't be everything to everyone. We are aging. So how do we do that in a, in a way that's manageable and comfortable for us? So I just thought of something yeah. else. Something that I've been trying to do is identify people who I think are aging gracefully mm-hmm. and looking at them as a bit of a model. Yeah. So I, I think Helen Mirren, oh, amazing. I mean, she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. She doesn't look like she's trying to look like she's 40. Yeah. She looks like a woman who has embraced her age yeah. and her, has style and to me just yeah. is looking really healthy and vibrant yeah. at however old she is. It doesn't yeah. even, I don't even know. How it doesn't old? even no. matter. She just looks yeah. looks confident. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And there's another one and I'm just forgetting her name. But yeah, there's a few. There's a few of the stars like that who should be showcased even more. Right. Rather than than the others who are like Liz Hurley held up oh yeah fantastic at 50 well okay we all had stylists and cooks and chefs and personal trainers and the money and da 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 and if that's what we all wanted then maybe yeah that would be achievable but yeah it's not necessarily what everyone wants that's not our reality and then realigning realigning the why perhaps Mm -hmm. Sandy we, we know our reality. And the wanting to go gray for me was a bit of real line because I want to own this as an opportunity to, to be that kind of Helen Mirren women for younger women. So I, I don't want to perpetuate that in your 50s, you have to look like you're 35. Yeah. I want to be for, for younger women to look at me and say, wow, she's got great style. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's having fun with how she looks, but mm-hmm. she's not obsessed with looking young. Mm-hmm. I hope I get to gray like my mum. <laughs> Your mum looks fantastic. <laughs> she's got beautiful hair. Yeah, so, because I, thank you, because I am like, well, I have darker hair. So when I go gray, like, it's going to have a look of ugliness of going about it because. In the transition. In the transition. You know what I mean? Unless I start going a little. Lighter. lighter some of my other friends in their 50s like don't worry about that until you like keep coloring until you're 50 exactly. like oh my god but I have a friend who's like nah, never colored done not, not worried not worried not worried absolutely couldn't care couldn't care less and good for her and maybe that's where we're trying to uh, to get to to a certain extent decide what your reality is who you can engage in this journey as, as we are in the middle stages of life. And, mm-hmm. and this is one of the things we're kind of coming up against. Yeah, and make sure that you have people in your life who are, you know, can, are just supportive and, yeah. and care about you. And you, you can just show up with no makeup on and you're, be comfortable with those people. And so it's, I think that, you, you know, it's not always an issue mm-hmm. in our lives. I think those are great relationships, those honest places where those people seen us at our best and our worst and we don't always have to put on a face Mm, yeah yeah so we'd love to hear your feedback i mean how much does style and looking good contribute or not contribute to your thoughts in your day i'm looking forward to hearing some feedback Mm. on this one i think it's it's for me it's an ongoing discussion it's something i'm working through 
and I feel less uh, attached to how I look in some ways and more attached in other ways mm. as I age. So there's that wanting to look good at this age, but also that internal recognition that I'm more than that. We'd love to hear your feedback. Have a great day, guys. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.